Hey there, Skinny Peeps. Good afternoon. Today is Tuesday, May 2nd, 2017, and you are listening to your weekly Skinny with Jesus. My name is Bevan Caramello, and I am so glad you're with us today. First off, just a little housekeeping. Remember, you can find all the recordings of these calls on our Facebook page under the Files tab, okay? If you're not already a member there, just search Weekly Skinny in Facebook and add yourself there. All are welcome on that page and all are welcome on these calls. You know, God first brought this idea to me to start a call industry like this. My business with Rodan and Fields. This is how we as consultants with Rodan Fields, a lot of our team training by calling in and listening to different training calls held by, hosted by different leaders in our industry. So he used that platform to get my attention and show me what he wanted done in this. uh, I felt like he was asking me to start a training call for Jesus. So, um, and it started out with NRNF. But it has grown, and it is continue, it's continuing to grow, and I'm humbled and amazed and sometimes shocked at what he's doing with it. But it's growing into so much more than what I initially saw it as. And, and um, I see now that he really used that forum to get my attention and to teach me and to show me and to train me up and to equip me uh, to, to prepare for this call in the way that he wanted it done. So with that said, All are welcome here. We are glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. We are in a series right now called The Fruit of the Spirit, okay, which comes from the book of Galatians in chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, which says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, okay? And we are going through each quality of the fruit one by one. So today we are moving on to our next one in our list. We are going to be talking about faithfulness, okay? And one of the things I really hope that we can all take away today after this call is that our faith and how much of it we believe we do or or maybe how much we believe we don't possess, right, how much faith we think we have, will always be tied to God's faithfulness, okay, or our view of God's faithfulness. So God's faithfulness faithfulness doesn't change, right? He's always faithful. But the level of trust that we are willing to put in him or our faith, right, that's, that's what faith is. It's our trust in God, whether or not we believe he's believable, that's always going to directly reflect our perception of him, his ability, his strength, his size, his love. Okay, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Everything through him, right, through his strength. So the question that we need to wrestle with right here is how strong do we believe he is? You know, growing up, 
when I would be working through my doubts or really wrestling with God on something and, you know, wondering if he'd come through. If, right? Not when, but if, because <laughs> that's what our doubt does to us. I'm wondering, you know, if he could do whatever it was at the time that I was wrestling with. My mom would say to me, Bevan, how big is your God? I can't tell you how many times she'd just look at me and say, how big is your God? In other words, how big do you believe he is? How big did I believe? Because our faith in God will always be tied to our perception of God. Often, you know, it occurs to me we don't really need bigger faith. We all think we want more faith. We need more faith so that we can do bigger things in the name of God, so we can have courage to do these big things. And we don't need bigger faith. We need a bigger view of God and who he is, who he tells us he is, who he shows us he is. Turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 32. And we are going to read verses 3 and 4. It says, I will proclaim the name of the Lord. Oh, praise the greatness of our God. He is the rock. His works are perfect and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong. Upright and just is he. I mean, do we believe his works are perfect? Do we believe his ways are just, that he is faithful and does no wrong. I think so often we say we do, right? We say we believe those things about God because that's what you say you believe about God. The Bible says it. Okay, I've bought into that. I believe that. That's what we say. But when push comes to shove and things get messy, when our marriage is on the rocks or when our kids get sick, You know, when relationships hurt or we feel rejected or unwanted or abandoned even. We say we believe he's faithful, but I think deep down, sometimes we feel like it applies to everyone but ourselves. I want us to look in the book of Acts, and I want us to to look at what's going on with Paul here in um, Acts 27. And just to give you a little background here, Paul, who I think is the greatest missionary who's ever lived, because, I mean, he wrote most of the New Testament. He's amazing, right? But Paul has been taken prisoner, okay? And he is on a ship in a huge storm, huge, okay? Acts chapter 27, verse 14 tells us the wind was of hurricane force. Okay, verse 17 goes on to tell us that they had passed ropes under and then around the ship to hold it together. Okay, so you guys get the picture here, right? Like, they are literally holding this ship together with ropes in the middle of a hurricane. This is, this is scary. This is dim. This is not an ideal situation, right? So pick it up with me in verse 21. Acts 27, verse 21. 
says, after the men had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night, an angel of the God whose I am and whom I serve stood beside me and said, do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. Nevertheless, right, they still have to run aground on an island. But did you guys catch that? In verse 23, I, I, this just jumped off the pages at me. He says, but I urge you now to keep courage. He's talking about the angel that visited him in the night, right? And he says, an angel of the God whose I am and whom I serve. That angel belongs. Served. He knew his God. That's where his faith came from in this mess. He knew who he was and who he served. He is in a boat held together with ropes. He's a prisoner headed to Rome to stand trial before Caesar. He's hungry. Right? They've gone a long time without food. Yet he says in verse 25, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. He trusted God to do what God had told him he was going to do. He knew his God. His faith in God was tied to God's faithfulness. I think it's safe to say that Paul was probably not thrilled with his circumstances at the time. (laughs) You know, he had been wanting to go to Rome for a long time to spread the message of Christ. But my guess is if he had planned the trip himself, it most likely wouldn't have looked like this. It most likely wouldn't have included a hurricane or being a prisoner in the middle of a hurricane. Right? I mean, if it had been me, I would have been thinking a little bit more like first class for me all the way, God, <laughs> right? Don't worry, Lord, I'm worth it. Trust me. I'm going to be the best missionary you ever saw. I'll pay you back, promise, right? <laughs> but God took Paul to Rome his way, in his timing, on his terms, and for his own reasons. And what I love here, what we can learn from Paul in this is that Paul's view of God didn't change because he didn't like his circumstances. So often, doesn't our view of God kind of ebb and flow based on 
how good we feel life is at the moment. Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9 tells us, it says, talking about God here, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. You know, I'm not saying sometimes it's not hard. It is, right? Life can be messy. Money, illness, broken relationships, hurting marriages. It can be hard sometimes. And I don't need to minimize that pain. But what we need to cling to here, what we need to wrap our minds around is that God's faithfulness doesn't change. You know, do we, do we trust him to carry us through it? Do we trust that if he's allowed it in our lives, he has a plan and a purpose for it? And I think our big question here today that we need to ask ourselves is this. Do I base my faith in God on what he does for me or on who he is? Right? That right there our answer to that question says a lot. Will you guys pray with me? Oh, Father God, I thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. I praise you for being a God who never changes. for being constant, Lord, for being a God that we can trust and believe in even when the storms of life are hard and messy. Lord, I praise you for being the God who put it all in your word so we could read it and learn from it and know that we're not alone. Know that generation before generation before generation before us has gone through the trials of life. Lord, I just, I thank you for your patience with us. I thank you for meeting us right where we are in our doubt, in our unbelief, in our fears and our insecurities. And whatever it is that each person on this call is wrestling with today, Lord, you are right there and you are always available. You are the God who comes close, who draws us near. Father God, would you show us more of who you are? Would you give us a bigger view of who you are? Would you lead us to 
the verses and the scriptures, the places that are going to show us more of what we need to know about you in order to have the version of you in our hearts and our minds that we need to live big lives of big faith for your glory, Father. I thank you, Lord, for this time together today. I thank you, Lord, for the work that you're doing in each of us. I pray, Father, for each person on this call that you would be with them this week, that you would watch over them, protect them, that you would draw them near, that you would remind them who they are to you, who you say they are, Lord, a child of the one true king. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for being with me today. I hope you feel stretched by this call. I hope you feel encouraged. Um, I am so glad that you are on this call with me today. We will be right back here again next week. We meet Tuesdays at 2. And next week, we will be talking about the next characteristic in our list. We're going to be going over gentleness. Okay, I can't wait for that. Until then, I pray that God will bless you and yours. Bye for now.